You're now listening to the Something Good Podcast Network. Please press any key to continue. We're a fucking draw. Yeah. Kind of sounds like Drippy Dog is somebody from New Jersey. Perpendicular to the square. Yeah. Now you just sound like Brian Quinn. Exactly. They're both from Staten Island. Oh, my God. And on that note, welcome to this week's edition of the Couch Bro Tatoes. I'm Alex. This is Cap. Morris. And this week, we're going to be diving back into the boys. Yeah. It does not let up if you're uh, if you're uh, doing this uh, kind of uh, retrospective with us and are uh, kind of getting it into the so boys it just <laughs> it does not let up from the first season at all you think there's going to gonna be a cap, little to quote cap on every new episode jesus <laughs> well, like, i'm saying out i'm saying out loud even like through every episode just going this fucking, fucking show, show. <laughs> <laughs> no cuz uh paul uh, he was saying in the discord that uh he felt like season 2 kind of drug on a little bit not for me. I, maybe because I watched it just in a in a, like a clip in one day, and yeah. I didn't have because apparently they they were doing the boys like they're doing one division. They were doing one episode a week. They didn't drop it all. Right. So I could see maybe having to watch it week after week and only getting a slow drip for some episodes. I could see that being maybe a little bit more tedious. But for me, that basically like binge watch two seasons in a weekend. Yeah, <laughs> this is the kind of show where it's like, it's so dark. It's one of those deals where it's like you got to see how it pays off, and it's kind of like better that way. If you're well, at least to me, or maybe somebody like Paul who's just watching it, you know, just to consume something. Mm. And if I'm going to watch something that dark, I just want to know what's happening all at once because fuck all these characters. <laughs> like seriously, because I I did not intend. On binging the entire second season, like yeah. and basically in an entire day, but like I got to the end of season one, and it was the when Homelander, you know, drops, you know, drops a butcher off in the yard, and you know, went, you know, hey, I've got a kid. Hey, your fucking, you know, <laughs> wife, girlfriend is still alive. After I saw that, like literally, I said out loud to myself with no one else in the room, I was like, well, I gotta know what happens now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So like just literally at that point I'm like, well, I guess I'm starting season two now. <laughs> that's essentially how it starts too with um, the big ride, the very first episode of season two. <laughs> yeah, because at this point uh, the boys are wanted fugitives and a butcher framed uh, for Stillwell's murder and uh, hiding together. Huey, Eminem, uh, Frenchie, and Camino are all kind of hanging out, and I like the intro bit. Because it felt very reminiscent to one of the intro pieces from season one. Yeah. It showed uh, Butcher kind of getting up, you know, in his, you know, empty ass apartment, you know, and kind of just slugging along, you know, yeah. getting to his crew. And this one, Huey now lives underground with everyone. And it felt kind of like a mirror image yeah. of, hey, he's trying to take over the Butcher role. Yeah. Which is kind of interesting because in the previous season, all we could do was laugh about how whiny he seemed yeah. <laughs> and yeah, unprepared yeah. he seemed well, for this kinda, entire kinda, fucking just, thing. Just basically, happenstance, he is the new butcher yeah. for a little while. Yeah, know, because he's a butcher. You find out it's a butcher dipped. Yeah. But even that, you know, in the beginning, it's like, you're a fugitive because 
not only were you framed for one murder, mm-hmm. but you legitimately killed a superhero, you piece of shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> you killed, granted, he might be a, a sexist piece of shit. Yeah. But you blew him the fuck up. Like, <laughs> like, murder's still murder. It's like you are the enemy now. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, and you find out within a few scenes that a starlight has completely fallen into her place, quote unquote. She's hyping up every little thing. She's all smiles at all press. Oh, she's got to be. She's pretty. Uh, she's the Christian rock. You know, yeah, she's got. She's got to be <laughs> rep for the uh, for the superheroes. Yeah, yeah. She, she's you know, leaning into it because, like last last season, you know, she kind of showed some cracks in the, in the whole Christian uh, festival thing, and yeah. like, everybody's like. Ooh, you're fucking up the image, bitch. Mm-hmm. Thank God Homelander was there to make everyone see God. <sighs> yeah, and they play that I up a lot God. this season, too. Uh-huh. They, they, they really lean into the I am God character. Oh, I, love Homelander. I love Homelander in this, though, because he became my favorite character for season two. Mm-hmm. Just because of the downward spiral and the uptick he has. <laughs> yeah. I, honestly, I'd agree, because it, it's my favorite performance. Why yeah. is it? Well, it feels like it might be an easy answer, but at the same time, why is it that villains seem to always be written better and more complex than our main characters? Because they don't have restrictions. Yeah. A villain, anytime, like, I learned this in school when, mm-hmm. write, when like, writing fictional stories and stuff. Your protagonist has a, gr- a set of morals yeah. that are hard-lined. Your villain can have flexible morals. Yeah. Their, their, their reasons can change. The uh, Dr. Freeze. Mm-hmm. Victor Freeze. Yeah. Straight moral code. He was mm-hmm. a doctor. He wanted to fix his wife. He bent his moral code and his ethics to do nasty shit to get his job done. Yeah. Kind of like, uh, like why, that's why we really like seeing Batman go nuts. Yeah. Or seeing Superman go nuts. Mm-hmm. It's like, because there's Especially no, the, Superman, because he would, I would say he has a stronger moral code than yeah. Batman. Yeah. 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 But like, there is no, uh, no more strings, you know, like just because there, there's no strings on me. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> universe. But that is a creep, that's a, that's a, first of all, that is a creepy fucking saying in that movie. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> other 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 uh, Disney quotes said by fucking James Spader is all trying to still creepy as shit. <laughs> I uh, watched that the other night, actually. But it's just so like you root for the villain because that's deep down that's what we all want to do. Not saying like we all want to kill or you know, yeah. Not that we're saying we want to be Homelander, but we want to we want to be free. Without moral restraints, I think performers and actors get a kick more out of playing a villain or a bad guy or a heel, yeah. if you will, like, too. Uh, like parents when their kids hit their like mid teenage years, they can't do a lot of like they're not allowed to do stuff, especially when they're the infants and stuff. You know, you're really restricted on what you got to do, and sometimes you just want to break free of that shit. And, and that's what and that's what's appealing about villains and a character like Homelander who can do basically whatever he wants, has no fucking limits no. or has no line that. You know, and, and the thing about Homelander is, you can't stop him. Exactly, and he knows it. And, and, that's, and, the, thing and that's that the scary was, part. And mm-hmm. the thing I was going to say, kind of agreeing with you, Chris, about Homelander kind of turning into either my favorite character in season two is because in no way does he redeem himself for being a piece of shit. But you do learn why he's a piece of shit and yeah. how yeah. many layers he has to why he's such a bad person now he was um, he was truly an example of of nurture versus nature yeah it's like he, I, he was nurtured into those you know psychopath he is today exactly I, I, I see it i see he does have one redeeming quality which shows up around the second to last episode mm. but uh i think that redeems him like in my eyes, more than anything, yeah, we'll, we'll get to it. But, okay, but yeah, I, I think uh, he, he's my favorite character. 
Him yeah. and Butcher, because Butcher is the same way. Mm-hmm. The only thing Butcher has a problem was he can get shot in the fucking hit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I was really going to say, but Butcher was definitely my favorite character in season one, but by season two, it was closely tied, if not Homelander, a little well, bit more. They're both more. the same. They're both the same. They're, they're envious of each other, kind of. Mm-hmm. And they, uh, and and they have season one. And they both have, you know, lines that, you know, they're. They don't have any lines anymore. At least Butcher doesn't have any yeah. lines anymore either, outside of his family. Yeah, but yeah. like, like the whole, the whole, the whole thing about season one was Homelander and Butcher. They're the exact same person mm-hmm. to a T. The only one is, and they admire each other. I think. I, I think there is a little bit of that bro like, mutual respect like, shit. Like Butcher knows he can't beat him. Yeah, toe to toe. But I think. You know, we see it in season two a little bit, but Homelander seeing Butcher from afar and being like, "You brazen motherfucker!" Mm-hmm. Yeah, the balls on this guy. Yeah, kind of yeah. like uh, the Thanos Iron Man thing. Yeah. Oh, you cut me. Oh, fuck yeah, bro. <laughs> God, I'm gonna rip you by the atom. Uh, but I hope they build a statue to you, motherfucker. <laughs> Good on you. No, and, and, and that, no one makes me bleed my own blood. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And to kind of lead into even more what you're saying, Chris, I feel like Homelander could have easily killed Butcher at any time he wanted. Yeah, he does, he's not going to. That's yeah. that's kind of like the Lex Luthor Batman thing. Or the uh-huh. Joker. Kill him any time. Yeah. Fu- or Joker. Yeah. yeah. I'd kill the Joker any fucking time. Mm-hmm. I could rip his goddamn heart out. That's how yeah. Superman said he called him a bitch. Yeah. And like, Superman's like, like, literally, like, literally, all like, that would have to happen, and we've seen it happen with Homelanders. Literally, Butcher has to turn around, uh, like, show up, just turn around, and be like, you again. Zip. Yeah, and just then laser. It's like, done. Yeah. <laughs> yep. quote, quote fucking episode one. I will laser all of you. <laughs> And then the deep joins, uh, finds Jesus or whatever, or Scientology or whatever uh, the Church of the Collective is. Yeah, he's basically, yes. he's basically part of the Borg now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I thought that was really interesting. It, I, it, it immediately had that Scientology feel with like the fresca. Uh-huh. It's like, what the fuck? They never explained the fresca thing. Fresca, uh, it's a... Uh, I know what it is. It's it's, it's a it's an element thing from most cults. Yeah. Okay. Uh so, like Jim Jones had the Kool Aid. Oh, <laughs> right. it's the conditioning thing. No, it's not. It's not just conditioning. It is that one special thing you're allowed to have, like um, Heaven's Gate. What they do before they oh, sorry, cable. <laughs> what they what, what they do before they off themselves? They eat chicken pot pie. Yeah, that was their that fresca. Was, that, <laughs> was, that, was, that was their last dinner before yeah. uh, uh, transcending got. into fucking heaven with space Jesus. Yeah. And their, <laughs> and their Nike ears. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but like that's, it's, it's, it's a, it's a kind of a conditioning thing. It's, uh, oh, you've dug good. Here's a fresco or you dug good. Here's a chicken pot pie or here's your Kool-Aid, blah, blah, blah. Cause it's not a thing you're not going to have all the time. Mm-hmm. And once you're conditioned to know that you're never going to have it again, when I say here it is, there it is. And yeah. I like how they, kind and of- it's scary because how simple, people are like this could happen to us yeah to yeah. a point uh because you do it they do it with prisoners they do it with prisoners they they they, they condition them to eat certain foods and then it's like oh hey i got a steak oh cool you give me a steak what for we're gonna murder you that's that's why like, <laughs> <laughs> especially in some states where they don't where they don't tell you or some countries where they don't japan, tell you where they're yeah, yeah, you 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 gonna kill yeah. you yeah which is fucking yeah. awesome oh and, <laughs> sorry uh, Back to the boys. Oh, yeah, you're, you're good. Uh, it fresca. all ties in. It all ties in. That's uh, how I would do it in Japan. I would give them a fresca and kill them. And then everybody's like, why are you giving me a fresca? This is weird citrus soda. It tastes like shit. <laughs> Here you go, Om Shamrikyo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and and RIP like uh, to Rainer. 
yeah. in this uh, show because I loved her character. I was hoping to see more from her. But, dude, within the first fucking 10 minutes of the episode trying to get her a sample of the Compound V, boom! Yeah. Fucking gone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Rainer was the... Um, uh, she was part of she the um, um, CIA one. She, she was the yeah. CIA girl. Oh, yeah, that one. Yeah. I, th- I thought she was uh, Cuddy from House at first, but I no, was she's wrong. No, she was, she was in that movie Crash. She's a TV actor. Okay. She's, yeah. But yeah, I was, I was really hoping. From House, yeah, yeah, a yeah bit. I was really hoping to see more from her. Just and then it was like, bam. It's like, well. Her head explodes just violently, too. Yes. Yeah. Which we find out a lot more of that near the end, which I actually had to watch that episode a second time to fully get what happened. Yeah. But it's very interesting. Yeah. But yeah. Um, but yeah. R.I.P. to her. I, I, I was hoping we'd see a little bit more. And uh, and at this point, uh, Frenchie winds up reaching back out to Butcher because he's not feeling like uh, um, he's not getting it done quick enough or whatever, or it doesn't have Huey. The, uh, yeah, Huey doesn't have the balls or anything. Yeah, he's he's not getting. He doesn't have control of his crew. Yeah, of right. course he does it because he's what a year in from murdering someone. Yeah. Yeah. It's it like a killed, weird time jump. And the whole thing, he's probably only killed like. Including like directly killed and accomplice killed it probably like four people. I was literally gonna mm-hmm. say four. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the worst thing he's ever done was gaslight Popclaw, <laughs> and then she fucking died. <laughs> and again, none of these characters have any redeeming qualities. No, no the only one uh, I Even think has a sh- redeeming quality is uh, Kamiko. Yeah, because she really didn't have any sort of motives other than uh, I'm been free. Fucked I'm up. free. And I'm free. Yeah. 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 I'm no longer in a motherfucking box eating cereal. <laughs> and dude, she I love I love her character so much. Yeah. Because she is just like she's like a pit bull. Mm-hmm. Get great with Frenchie, Eminem, all the Great, great. And then you take that goddamn collar off, man. You take that fucking <laughs> collar. I'm the wrong fucking person, man. It's like the real Scooby Doo gang. I'm ripping his mask off. <laughs> <laughs> But then we find out that there are uh, not only super vi- heroes, but super but super terrorists and yeah, shit like that. Yeah, yeah, who last like five fucking seconds. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of what happens in the next episode where they find um, uh, Kamiko's brother. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Episode two: proper preparation and planning, uh, in which uh, Butcher arranges a deal with Mallory to capture the superpowered terrorists in exchange for Mallory finding Becca's location. Because yeah. at this point. And that's the reason I wanted to watch episode one. Is I'm sitting here going, they're gonna pick up where they were on the fucking on the yard, yada yada. They didn't touch that shit at no. all in nope. episode one. And I'm like, you bastards. <laughs> this is why I, I'm up at two o'clock in the morning watching this, thinking I'm gonna get some sort of resolve. Now I have to watch another one. I mean, I kind of see like like the super the super terrorist or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're marketing him. They're yeah. marketing. They got to market him yep. because he is a representative of that. The evil, the, the 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 big bad. Yes, it's, and it's, it's, I love the guy, the nerdy guy. He's like they're just trying to figure out fucking names, and it just reminded me of like the other day we was doing the gaming podcast, mm-hmm. trying to figure out names and yeah. stuff. And it's just like, oh, we got it, yeah, yeah. And then it's like, fuck, that's exactly what they did. They just they just workshopped a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> it also exactly, remi- no, no, go ahead. I was gonna say that's exactly what they uh, what Homelander does. I don't know if it's this episode or later on where he's just like, no. we super villains to market us uh-huh. as superheroes yeah. we need adversaries this is good for everybody yeah, and, and, like, in a few episodes later they even like test they like test product it and they're like so which, which seems more fearful to you you know a you know a you know a hero threat a villain and then homelander clicks the button he's like super villain yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so our terrorists no 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 Super, super villain, villain. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's it kind of plays in the whole 
you know, our perception of, you know, heroes and villains. Mm-hmm. What made him a villain? The supervillain guy that we met in season one at the tail end. What made him a villain? Other than he got some compound V and got powers. He became a villain because everybody Probably in the... Probably the promise of power and money and whatever well, else. Like, like, the whole like, reason like why the any whole, terrorist does well, things. Like, you know, when you see the word terrorist, mm-hmm. all right, uh, and this might piss a few people off, but one man's terrorist is another man's patriot. So over there, he said that would piss anyone off. I mean, but he's not the villain over there. Yeah, he's the fucking Homelander over there. Yep. Mm, yeah. And then the super villain came over and killed him. Now imagine seeing that in real life. Like yeah. now, imagine if we did have that. Mm-hmm. You know, people were got upset when they killed Optimus Prime in the fucking eighties. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so and that was a cartoon. So just imagine that being a thing. Mm-hmm. And it being cut down in front of you. Yeah. Just the morale just shot out of the room. And I watched that scene where he's with those soldiers. Is mm-hmm. it number, is episode two, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah, where he's with those soldiers and he's just chilling like, no, You're no. the real heroes. And he's like, yeah, just stay here. Chill. Yeah. And I'm just like, fuck. <laughs> he's about to fuck this dude up. And he does. And he does that accidental superpower bullshit, which is hilarious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. My bad. My bad. <laughs> That's, you could argue again at a... That outline of making people mad, you can make that argument that's an allegory for how we treat uh, foreign affairs uh, yeah. with uh, countries that we're at war with, war with the U.S. is at war with, or any warring country. Yeah. yeah. Things like that. It's like, like the cosmonauts and the fucking astronauts. You know, those guys are going up in space. It's like, oh, man, we're going to space for Russia, and I'm going to space for America, motherfucker. Right. <laughs> I'm bringing guns and chicken. <laughs> and uh one of the other i remember watching uh I, I think i came downstairs to like grab some food or something when cap was watching this episode <laughs> and this you is your cap on the wind jesus christ <laughs> oh, I, I, this was one of his jesus christ moments um right here it says uh drugged by the church of the collective the deep hallucinates yeah. his gills encouraging him to value himself voiced by oh fuck was it seth rogan no no I can't remember. Go ahead. Oh, uh, what's his head? That's also doing Modoc. Oh, Patton uh, something. Oh, Patton, Patton Oswalt. Oswalt. Yeah, Patton Oswalt. That, that's that's the voice of the fucking guest. Hey, buddy. I would love to see. Pat, I would love to see yeah, Patton Oswalt weird. come in to play like a slow mo or turtle character. Yeah. He could slow time. Uh-huh. I would love to see him in this just to, <laughs> just so he, he could be in it, and that's his lame. Well, ass technically, super. he is in it now. Yeah. That's the hallucination voice. And that's but no, I remember being in the kitchen or like walking back through, and I like catch a look at him, and he's like kind of like curled up on the couch. He's like, we've got like just a community blanket on. Yeah. Because he's like got it kind of like holding it <laughs> like kind of like <laughs> snuggling it almost like with this what the fuck look on his face and i'm like you good he goes this show's fucking weird <laughs> and that's not the weirdest thing that happens to the deep in this season oh, no. no it's not <laughs> well when he rides the whale <laughs> the whale gets destroyed I'm not, even, I'm not even talking about that <laughs> But God. yeah, it's just kind of like the whole season's about his quote-unquote redemption. Yeah. At the same time, and yeah, you they make up all kinds of like weird things that you can do with gills yeah. if you're a person. Yeah. When it, a girl plays ten knuckle shuffle with his yeah. gills. Yeah. I think, I think that <laughs> earlier in the episode, was that was on this one or I couldn't remember. If this because, was later uh, on. That, no, he meets I, that actually, fan. I think Is that it, happened in the first the, episode. Yeah, he meets the super fan. Yeah, I yeah. think he meets her in the first episode. And she's like, I want to see him. And, uh-huh, like, and then she's like, like okay. jamming her fucking fingers in it. It's and like he's just clearly like, in pain, but she's oh, yeah. like getting off on it. Yeah, yeah. you like that bitch? <laughs> it's like, ah. Oh. <laughs> That's what it feels Interesting like. little swab allegory, too. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah that, was, that was very well done. Because mm-hmm. uh, Garth Ennis, I think, uh, the guy who does Preacher, mm-hmm. uh, was talking about that. He's yeah. like, no, no, you gotta, you gotta show the villain. Like, 
how bad these motherfuckers can get. But they also have to get their comeuppance at the end. Exactly. Yeah. And that's why he did that. Yeah. I'm still waiting to see the comeuppance for Homelander. We get a little bit of that later on, but we'll get to that. Yeah. Season, season three. You'll probably I, get I, I, I don't know. I, I'll go ahead and like jump to the end now because, again, if you're listening to this, you've probably Spoilers. watched this. Yeah, you, you've probably already watched season two already. If not, why are you listening to this? But in my opinion, my slightly narcissistic opinion, if you're able to jack off into the city below you, you still win. Yeah, <laughs> and by, yeah, if by, you're by, able to fly up, if I was able to fly to the top of Charlotte, North Carolina skyline, just rub one out, just the moon rub behind one you, out, right on the truest side. Yes, <laughs> I don't care what the fuck happened. I win. <laughs> but, but, but it's still fuck. But that, but that moment still fucks with him, though. It does. But still, it doesn't I, I mean just, anything. I still love that That's the, what makes Spider Man a winner. Because <laughs> he can do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a fucking teenager. He does it all the time. <laughs> oh, Shooting just, webs. Yeah, that's just webs, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. And um, yeah, this is also the episode where A Train threatens to expose Annie's involvement uh, with the boys. Um, and but that's when she also finds out and she lets him know about his involvement with the death of Popclaw, mm-hmm. which is See, a pretty her, fun dynamic throughout the whole season. Is is the two of them having info on each other. Was this and, the one where they had the yep. fight? Uh, no, this is when he was on. waking up from the coma. Oh yeah, okay. This is where the point where I would have murdered him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I just just take le- as much electricity and shove it down his throat <laughs> because he's such a piece of shit. Yeah, he used to be redeemable to a point. Uh huh. But then he just kill people, <laughs> just murder people. Yeah, like, indiscriminately. <laughs> yeah. And I don't. Ah oh, man, I was glad he got. I he, forget why was got, he in a coma in the first place. He took too much of that shit of the V. Yeah. Was that in he, season one? He I thought OD'd. that was. I thought he that OD'd. was. Okay, I couldn't remember. And then he came if, back. That's right. For some reason, I thought this that was season two that he OD'd. Yeah. At the end of season one, they kind of... Is he crippled in the end of that one, or is he crippled in this season? He's crippled mostly in this season. Yeah. Okay. Because he's coming too. And yeah, yeah. That's what you should have got right. him. Like, yeah, that was the best time right. to get him. that's right. It's been a minute since I watched this yeah. season. It, it, that was the best time to get him. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, kind of like Frenchie, you know, you're watching the show, and you're like, how would I stop that motherfucker? Yeah, yeah, because you're sitting there like, well, I can't load them full of quaaludes and LSD, so <laughs> <laughs> or a hot shot of with a thing of cocaine and fucking DMT. I just love when he's like, I can't remember if this episode or later on where he goes in the store on crutches and everybody's yeah. like, "Fuck you." <laughs> yeah, I think that's the uh, next episode. Yeah. Oh, okay, but uh, but no, and the last little uh, thing that happens at this one, episode two is a little bit more eventful than episode one, and uh, episode two is when uh, Homelander does return back home to Becca and tries making himself a little bit more of a fatherly presence in the yeah. life of the two of them. And, becomes, and Becca ain't having it. It but. becomes kind of like a joke with him and his son a lot of times. Yeah. He's, like, he's like, come on. Come on, we're going to learn how to fly today. Mm-hmm. And it just turns into like he's a shitty version of a dad just trying to teach his kid how to ride a bike yeah and just like rips off the fucking pedals and is like ride motherfucker <laughs> and, and, the, you and will the, learn and uh-huh. the reason I wanted to touch on that one is I feel like this is one of those morality layers that you partly understand why Homelander is the way he is because yeah. throughout the season you also find out he is essentially a test tube baby he yeah. lived his life you know the entire time you know in you know doctors rooms yeah. and, and test facilities so he never had an actual father you know mm-hmm. his whole backstory is made up you know I think yeah. I think the blanket scene happened in the yeah. beginning of this episode and that was like the one thing he had in the facility was that blanket and that's why he was like what the 
fuck is this doing here? It's the one weird mental trigger he yeah. had. And now him trying to be that for his actual son, bad way of getting him or not, but either way, it's still his own flesh and blood, weirdly enough. Yeah, he still has an attachment because that is him. That's the narcissistic uh-huh. thing of like, this is my offspring. Uh-huh. He's and good. he wants to try to be that father he never had. Exactly. So it's like, that's what kind of gives him that slight bit of weird morality layer that explains part of his weird personality still, and god complex he has now that's still i still attribute to that god complex where it's like this is like my the future is me here is like this kid is part of me and he's mm-hmm. going to be just as strong and powerful we're going to rule the universe together or yeah. whatever his yeah, uh, but, goal but is but that can always be so one-dimensional darth vader that's you know true. That, that's darth vader i just you saw know? It more i just saw it more as like you know the whole like picking him up Mm-hmm. out in the air and dropping him. Yeah. I see that more or less like him, him trying to do what he thinks what a father would do. Yes. Because he has no idea what, what a super father would do. Yeah, because it's, it's no different from like you hear stories of like our parents when they were kids. It's like, oh, how'd you learn to swim? My fucking parent threw me in the goddamn water. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I heard, I heard that shit all the time. <laughs> yeah, but that, like, that, and that happened, happened to me. And that happens to a lot of kids now. But, you know, that's just what they know, you know. And I think he probably saw that as the best way to teach that. Because yeah. probably... When he was in that lab, they probably strapped his ass to a fucking skyscraper and dropped his ass and see what would happen. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, uh, the whole laser scene with his eyes. You know, mm-hmm. He's like, come on now. He's holding his head. And this is how fucking rough that would be because if he fucks up, he's, he could hurt him. Yeah. Because I think that kid is on par with him. Yeah. Oddly enough, yeah. We see that near like, the he, end. He's little. Yeah. Like, he's a little kid. Like, he's probably, what, 10 years old? Eight. Yeah, as he maybe. Yeah, as we but, find, yeah, like it. It won't be long. No, eight, eight ten years. As we find yeah. out, he kind of twelve he, years. He'll be. He'll be. Oh, hell, fuck! Look at Spider Man. He was in high be, school. He would be. He'd be in his fucking physical prime, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, as we find out later on the season, that he kind of you know showed what happens. You, you, you make you make him mad enough, he'll fucking uh, fight oh, yeah. back. Angsty super kid. Oh yeah. my god! <laughs> I just want to listen to my fucking songs. Just a, a shit, shitty teenager I like Superman. Marilyn Manson. This laser, some poor fucker. Hey, Dad, fuck being a superhero. I'm gonna be a super villain. Yeah, my boy. Like my my real dad. He's like, what did you say? (laughs) Just like nothing. Throws a house instead of slamming the door. Just shuts a house. (laughs) Fuck you. I'm gonna I'm gonna get my superheroes removed, Dad. Fuck you. You go to your fortress. (laughs) And actually, yeah, uh, uh, us having this conversation perfectly ties into episode three. Uh, first sentence here uh, Homelander pushes Ryan into using his powers which accumulates in Ryan attacking Homelander to protect Becca yeah he's yeah. just like fuck you dad I got I, I got laser eyes too mm-hmm. yeah, yeah we, we, he, we see him use his powers twice in this season uh, once now and, and then later. at the very end when he goes like super saiyan essentially yeah <laughs> uh, this is uh, also when Stormfront shows up right uh, let us see here it is okay yep yeah, yep and uh Disobeying Homelander's own well, orders, Stormfront kills Kenji, uh, which was um, uh, Kamiko's brother. Yeah, during this whole rundown scene. Yeah, so, that was rough. so so it's like at first again, this show is perfect for setting up characters to be like hell yeah, and then fuck you. Yeah, like seriously, Stormfront shows up, and I'm like okay. We've got like this cool punk rock kind of superhero that's like totally done with everyone's bullshit. And I'm like, okay. And she even shit talks Homelander. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, all right, I can, 
I'm all right. I think I like Stormfront. I think I've got a new favorite character. And then, like, literally five minutes later, you find out, like, she's a Nazi and she's fucking killing everyone. And you're like, God fucking damn it. I love Stormfront <laughs> so much because she breaks out a lot of truth, like, truth about what it means to be someone like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not a superhero, but someone like that. Yeah. She's like, like one of the things she says is, uh, no one has a problem with the fuck I'm saying. They love it. But once you tack on the word Nazi, then they hate it. Yeah. That means if you just take it away for a little bit, they'll be down for fascism and no problem. That's still like that's true, you know. We you the know, whole show's a commentary. We saw a, we yeah. saw a tiny, tiny segment of it over the last yeah. few years. Yeah. And even now, like the whole show's commentary you know, on that kind of mindset. Yeah. yeah. It, we're talking about the boys, which is a political commentary, so it we're gonna have to is, so we go have down to. that road, go down that road. But that's what that shit is. It, it is. Left or right, authoritarianism is easy to get about, get behind mm-hmm. because it's an absolute solution. And, mm-hmm. you know, Pardon the place. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not the final. But, <laughs> not but, that other solution. Not that other solution. <laughs> like I said, you had the Nord Nazi. <laughs> Everybody see, gets see, Chris, a little you just got to change it a little bit. I'm just going to change it just a little bit. <laughs> but before we find out about, you know, how Mr. Storm Potato Pro- Head, motherfucker. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's Potato Head, motherfucker. It's no. CFC Plastic Man. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, before we find out she's a Nazi, she's, like, talking shit to everybody and even talks Homelander down and even Homelander like who the fuck is this yeah. and actually kind of like and her because like, she's talking shit to me and, yada, and there's yada. little uh, easter eggs throughout uh, that you'll notice mm-hmm. uh, like when she's uh, sitting there talking with uh... oh sorry no 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 I, I'm giving you I was trying to help you because oh, well, I don't want to interrupt you no she was talking to that girl uh, oh I was sorry you talking about um, A-Train with, with no, the, go ahead and say A trains because it oh, is yeah. pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. When she was sitting there on the movie set with A train, and she 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 threw out some sort of people like you or your kind. Yeah. And, she, and he even immediately caught. It. He was like, "What do you mean your kind?" Okay, we're start, we're talking about the same one. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. yours yours is, is talking to you, but if you look carefully, uh, so she does hint at her hate mm-hmm. for ethnic people. Yeah. Non whites. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's literally anyone that isn't white. And you, think, you think it's because she's saying it because, oh, you're a failed hero mm-hmm. at first, and then there's inflection, and you're just like, and you don't know it 100, mm-hmm. percent but you kind of pick kinda, up on you kind of pick up on it, you know, with the name Stormfront. I was thinking, uh, <laughs> I was gonna say, uh, but another thing is, if you see she's drinking that fucking drink, mm-hmm. if you look closely at the drink, it's got A Train's name on it. Yeah, she's fucking drinking his shit and talking down to him uh-huh. the whole time. I'm just like, oh, she's a real bitch. Yeah, and yeah. she doesn't respond to that. He was just like, what do you mean you're kind or you people? It was a version of what do you mean you people? It's, yeah. what, it's, what, it's what a lot of people who are like that do. Yeah. What they do, they don't. They won't say it out loud. And because she immediately backtracked some and she was like, oh, 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 you know, just people of your stature. And, you know, just with that little look and then takes a sip of the drink and I'm just like, ouch, that, that cuts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that cut me. Her, her <laughs> and I'm a fucking Scotch Irish German white boy and that cut me. <laughs> yeah, her performance is fucking awesome. And she's so funny and like other stuff. It, like every other show I've seen her in, I think that's just the trope of good comedy actors is they oh, can pull comedy, off comedy that actors fucking, are fucking terrifying. Yeah, Robin Williams is fucking mm, terrifying. Exactly. Insomniac. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, fucking Gustavo Frank, that's what he'll always oh, be to me. Gustavo. I, I don't care if his uh, name is Edgar in the show. He'll yeah, just yeah. be Gustavo. It's just he's sitting the there, villain. just pulling the strings. You know, he's gonna be the new villain in Far Cry Six. 
That's awesome. He's a great. He's, he's such he plays a great villain, villain in that fucking Dan Harmon show community. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, I just just give him every plus I, Mandalorian role. Yep. Yeah, Gustavo. He's not really a villain. He's just doing his job. <laughs> he's just a drug dealer. He's just trying to bring structure to the galaxy because a bunch of uh, Jedi Taliban. You know, decided to blow up the two major bases. The, the French Empire is doing the right thing. Is that what you're saying? I'm saying the German Empire did the right thing <laughs> to an extent. <laughs> That's what we're getting out of this show. <laughs> yeah, uh, basically, he winds up trying to f- uh, flip the whole script, saying that the Compound V wasn't really from us. It's, it's from the supervillains. Right. That kind of thing. He tries all- kind of flipping the script yeah. some. Oh, he's the- trying to save face. He's the PR mm-hmm. nightmare man. Exactly. He's saying it's the work of a rogue scientist led by Stillwell. Yeah. So He's, he's trying to push and pass blame at this point. Yep. And, that, and that's kind of how episode three wraps up because he also sent the uh, the seven after, you know, um, uh, the Kenji and um, and the uh, the sister. Yeah. And then yeah, that's how go. all that shit went down. Exactly. And that was a fucked up scene, too, because uh, that was the scene where you see her go into the apartment building and just like mindlessly just pump, pump. Paul just killing for the sake of fucking killing. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, God well, you damn, you're an it. evil bitch. Yeah, <laughs> think about, you gotta think about her character. You know, We're just now seeing her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't learn the Nazi stuff till later, but, but it's still worth like, just talking about. You gotta think about, hmm, what has she been up to since 1945? And, yeah. <laughs> and at the moment where Homelander sees her and just goes, that's pretty fucking hot. Yeah, yeah. yeah because that's what he wanted with Maeve. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because him and Maeve, Maeve were together. Give it to him. Because remember, like when we first see Maeve and Homelander do one of their like hostage situations, he yep. fucking so fists that dude. Cool. He just just nonchalantly fists that dude's sternum. Yeah, mm-hmm. and she's like, "What the fuck?" Uh-huh. She's she's blind to it too, or not really blind, just complacent. Yeah, visual malaise. <laughs> yeah. Right, uh, and she's like, "That was supposed to be mine." Mm-hmm. He's like, "Fine, do 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 there." You win. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, God damn it. They're treating life and death like literally a game. Yeah. Yeah. Because and, that's what these people will do. And it was the flip side. It, it, Storm, uh, Stormfront took his. He, he mirrors that comment. He's like, that was supposed to be mine. Yeah. And then she's like, well, you snooze, you lose, old man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She, she started talking oh, down she's to gas- him. Now she's gaslighting him a little uh-huh. bit about who she really is. Mm-hmm. Did any of y'all watch the the short film that was released the day before about Butcher and how he was on the run from being framed for Stillwell, uh, Stillwell's murder? No, no, I've not seen the short film. That's a little bit of trivia here for this episode. I didn't okay. see it either, but that's just a little uh, little bit of trivia for those that watch the show and are curious. Hmm, I might want to see that because I, I was kind of curious a little bit more on like what Butcher was doing for that last year, so that little short might be pretty cool. I love that. That character is just so. I love. He's one of my favorite voices now like, on screen. Yes. Yeah. that dude needs to be a cartoon villain. Still, Man, I, just, I don't I, think I said on the I, last I episode, will, but still, I still, want him to, I still want them to bring him back for the uh, Dread Part Two. That'd be pretty sweet. What I want because he's so uh, good as Dread. If I still uh, was working at my old day job, I would actually get uh, a audio sample of Butcher going, "You fucking cunt," <laughs> like that for every time uh, they like tried to text me to be like, "Come indoor," be like, "You fucking cunt," <laughs> "You fucking cunt." <laughs> <I know. laughs> I know it's just, he, I just it's so beautiful the way I love he the says meme. It. I love the memes though for him just for all that shit like one was uh, when you uh, what was when you're trying to rake leaves in the fall and the wind just comes and blows them all away it's like well you invisible cunt <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that one <laughs> my favorite is uh, uh, we've been watching WandaVision and it was the the family ties intro or uh, like whatever yeah. it was and it was showing like the photos of like everyone as children growing up and it showed like baby vision and it was so fucking creepy someone took that 
and replaced the baby with doing the, the heat vision from season one yeah. and just replaced it with the Mind Stone laser. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but you're holding up the baby. <laughs> I want to see that too. <laughs> I posted that in the uh, Discord memes. I think, I think I posted in the MCU. Actually, you know what? I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. Join the Discord join, if you're not. It's pretty active. It's fun, y'all. Oh, yes. I'm behind on shit. <laughs> <laughs> Rolling into episode five, uh, protests emerge against Homelander when a video of him killing a civilian surfaces. Took him that long, huh? <laughs> and uh, Stormlander helps Homefront regain popularity. Uh, Storm- Stormlander, Stormlander Homefront. Homefront. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, they do come become an item. So sal- just sounds like a lady. That, that's person. like the ship name. <laughs> <Yeah>. Right. <laughs> well, get on the Stormlander. We got to go. <laughs> Whatever you say, home front. <laughs> home slice. Yeah. Home front is like a Robin character. He's just like really big into America. Right. And has really weird things to say about Korea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what the fuck's wrong with home front? He said uh, South Korea's got soul. <laughs> but Stormfront helps Homelander. Sorry, that was a little Johnny G there. Uh, regain popularity <laughs> as the two enter a sexual relationship. And by sexual relationship, we mean they're just bl- blowing up buildings while they're fucking doing it. It's <laughs> like a Wonder Woman, uh, Superman kind of situation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're dropping this motherfucker. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, the protests emerging against Homelander. Now, was this the episode where he has that mind break for a second? Or was it the next Ooh. episode? Because to me, that is the best scene in the entire season. I don't know if it's this episode or the next one. Uh, this description isn't really uh, showing if that happens or yeah, not. Yeah, because because it does feel like the uh, the protests left um, or was in two episodes at least, right? Like there was two episodes worth of protesting. Because it looks like uh, one of the focuses on this one is uh, Butcher uh, wanting to, to uh, you know plot his retirement at his uh, Aunt Judy's house after failing to get Becca back. Yeah, Aunt Judy's house. Yeah, you know what? No, I think this is the episode because Where he's like imaginary lasers everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. To me, that is my favorite scene in this entire season, and the reason why, and the reason I think it worked so well, is because they have already built up Homelander to be such a horrible character, someone that is willing to have just a little bit of a mind snap and then, you know, do some fucked up shit. Because I think by this point, we also have the deaf kid uh, superhero tryout. Oh, yeah. And he's just like, oh, you can't hear? Wow. Bam! And uh-huh. just play, that was what Chris's uh, uh, CNC was talking about, where he just basically just pops this kid in the fucking ears with both hands and then starts bleeding out on the floor. And, and he talks to his like, you know, publicist or whoever it is, just like, you let this fucking guy in? Yeah. Yeah, he's like, no cripples on the fucking team, you dumbass. Yeah. You know, so it's like, he's already, like, been very, very violent already this season. You talk so, about the uh, Daredevil character. Yeah. I love that shit. He's like, because he, it reminds me of a scene from uh, Braveheart uh-huh. where the king is like, uh, I don't, you've seen Braveheart. Yeah. All right. You, all right, you remember the uh, the young guy who back talks to the king a little bit? And he's like, oh, you're you're part of the war council. And he's just this young guy. Mm-hmm. He's like, I have I have uh, learned the art of war. He's like, and this old man, the king, Longshanks. Yes, yeah, Longshanks. Basically, his name literally means he's long shiv. Like, he's kind of <laughs> like a he's kind of like a Homelander character. Yeah, he's a fucking monster. Yeah, and because uh, kills Mel Gibson. <laughs> yeah, uh, but uh, the trap the tro- the problem with Scotland is spoilers. That yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> 1992, motherfucker. Right. Really. The, pro- uh, the problem with Scotland uh, is that it's full of Scots. Scots. <laughs> yeah. But uh, dude, he grabs this young dude. He's like, tell me, what would you? 
what would you do with the current situation? He throws him out of a fucking window. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, that's exactly what Homelander did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, you're good. You know, tell me, what would you do in the current situation? And he just like smacks his brain to putty. Yeah. And I love how he just looks at that woman. Uh-huh. And the fear in her eyes. She's uh-huh. like, he's like, you know, I could do that to you. I can say that he did it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I had to kill him. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, we already saw that. And it's like, we saw the budding relationship with, you know, Stormfront and everything else. So we've already, and we've seen him fucking laser down an entire plane in season one. So they did a very good job at building up his horrible character. So when he's standing there trying to rally this crowd and they're still turning against him. And you're seeing it build up in his face. Props to the fucking actor. He's yeah. amazing. You just see it building up in his face. And then when he starts lasering that entire crowd, I didn't second guess it when I saw it. My mouth just went wide open like, uh-oh. It's like, of course he did. Yeah, exactly. I just imme- My brain just immediately went to, how the fuck is he going to get out of this? Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Like, I didn't second guess it at all. And then it snaps right back. And then you just see him just kind of looking around and them all still yelling at him and he hadn't done anything. And I'm like, oh, man. But no, to me, that was still just one of the most intense and best written scenes. Mm-hmm. And it's because they spent such a long time building up his character. If they pulled out in season one, I wouldn't have believed it. Right. It's because of how well they built up his character that you believe it for that fucking 10 seconds they're riding you out. And he can't handle it either. No. And that's when he just flies the fuck away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then uh, Annie and Stormfront kind of, you know, are starting to ruffle feathers at each other. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, because Stormfront's kind of catching on because uh, that whole boot situation with the compound V mm-hmm. and everything else. Everybody's kind of starting to become a little suspicious of Annie, mm-hmm. even Homelander. Yeah, this is where, this is where he has the uh, the table meeting, where he brings everyone out. And I think so because sitting at the table because uh, Black- I, th- I think it was got, either it, this episode or the episode before. He kind of vaguely threatens everybody, except uh, Blackmore. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. This has to be this episode because, because they, around they, the table, he's like because they, they send out Black Noir. Yeah, because yeah. he goes he goes to Old so like, house. he goes like everybody's doing so like, everybody. Needs to fucking like step the fuck up, except you, Black Noir. You're doing great. You're there's, a me- there's a meme of that one uh, from Parks and Rec, uh-huh. and it's uh, Leslie Nope as Homelander. Oh God, Amy Fuller, <laughs> and she's like, "All of you really need to give 110. percent I'm not feeling it from you, except for you." And it's Black Noir like eating some fucking like yogurt. Yeah. And he's like, but you, I love you. You're doing an amazing job. You're a beautiful sunfish. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I love that dynamic, and I like that we got more Black Noir in this season oh, because of some of my favorite, some of the hardest times I laughed were the Black Noir scenes. Oh, because it was it, in it, this episode too. Comedy. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like in this episode, uh motherfucker walks up and he like hands like one of the tech girls on the computer you know one of the, one of the girls in the chair yeah. you know hands her this note and she's like oh you, you need me to look this person up and he just like does a slow nod all he has to do. Uh-huh. and she's like uh, okay and he just she, does it. she slowly starts typing it in uh i'm not seeing anything and he just like puts his hand yeah. on his on her shoulder she's like i'll I'll keep looking. <laughs> I'm just laughing my that ass reminds off. Me, that reminds me of like uh, the Dark Knight yes, rises. Yes. Like when Bane was like talking to that mobster that hired him. Uh-huh. And he's like, but I paid you. And he takes that big ass fucking hand of his uh-huh. and puts it on his shoulder, like right next to his yeah. face. And he's like, yeah. 
do you feel like you control me, motherfucker? Uh, do you feel in <laughs> like control right now? It's just like Black Noir just doesn't. That's, that's fucking terrifying. <laughs> no, that, Black Noir just doesn't. He just doesn't say anything. He just doesn't leave. He's just yeah. kind of like just uh-huh. waiting for her to keep going. Every I'm, like, I'm, every I'm not leaving until you do your job. Every now and then, it's either yogurt mm-hmm. or like he's like doing some kind of puzzle or some yeah. shit or like sharpening <laughs> his the knife. The most mundane thing and then all of a sudden can just snap right in. And oh, man, he's, he's like the fucking a, Oh, when we first saw him ninja. Plays when, piano in a fucking like lounge and yes! shit like that. Beautifully. Yeah, when he fights Kamiko that first time, he rips her from fucking sternum to fucking pelvis. Yeah. And you're like, God damn. Yeah, he is not a force to be reckoned with. He is a bad motherfucker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um... Yeah, let's see. This, uh, they're attacked by a black noir, but Butcher has Edgar call him off by threatening to release information on Ryan. And that was a fucking great attack when they're setting up the house oh, with yeah. all the explosives and shit. Oh, yeah, they're about to, like, fuck up old black noir. Mm-hmm. And then fucking Butcher walks back in there. Where are you, you black cunt? <laughs> <laughs> and then this is when uh, Maeve is starting to really... Uh, you know, oh, turn got, on uh, Homelander 2. Yeah, she's... Uh, well, you find out, we find out she has a, a female, uh, you know, gay relationship. Yeah, well, the Homelander did that. Oh, yeah. Because during the talk show, mm-hmm. he's like, what about the diversity? He's like, well, turns out Maeve likes pussy. Yep. <laughs> and then he, she's like, excuse me? <laughs> of course, Maeve's just like, this is my personal shit. I don't yeah. want this in the, in the fucking and spotlight then, or whatever. I love how fast the fucking PR team and the whole thing oh, jump yeah, on Because they make LGBTOs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like and basically the, Fruit Loops. And Homelander's like, why do you have a problem which is, with which it? Is this is weird. Diverse. Like, I'm surprised they haven't done that yet. Fruit Loops being an official sponsor of the LGBT community. I feel like uh, Kellogg's actually gotten hot water same way like Chick-fil-A did or some shit. Chick-fil-A got in hot water because they said something about them. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just yeah. saying, like, well, I don't think uh, Kellogg said anything about them. with that, man. But, but I feel like <laughs> I could be 100% incorrect, but I feel like I remember Kellogg's being part of like finding out they had donations to like, you know, some organization, organization. that people didn't like and they tried being part of the don't buy Old Republican money. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I could be 100% wrong. I just feel like that was among a million of those fucking, like, don't buy lists or whatever. Well, it seems like something they would would do nowadays to pander. Yeah. Like, oh, no, did you know Frankenberry is actually a homosexual? (laughs) Yeah. That's (laughs) that's essentially what they did with uh, Maven this. Yeah. And the thing is, it's like, I love that they did this commentary on it because it's like, I have some actual, you know, trans friends, you know, I have some, you know, gay friends. And it's like, they call that shit out immediately. They're like, this pandering is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got a couple stories on that, too, but, you know, we'll can save yeah. that off the yeah, light. Yeah. But no, but it's like, I, I love that they actually yeah, tackle. Yeah, says stuff off the air. It's a whole That's different show. <laughs> Tell us, what, was you, what was it you said about South Africa, motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> that it's a beautiful country. <laughs> but yeah, no, said so a lot I of just thought words. Was, <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was pretty cool how they actually tackled that in oh, yeah. this because not a lot of properties. Well, she, she wanted that shit secret for a yeah. reason. Just like they all want. Because it's her personal shit. Exactly. But they, yeah, they, like they all have their secret identities except for Homelander. Mm-hmm. But how, He uh, is Homelander when he takes off the cape. He's but, Homelander when he wakes up. But, yeah. how, but how crazy is that it's like we're going to make this inclusive and put it out there out of spite mm-hmm. speaking of that I don't think we and were, they even like change like the movie script to make that like part of the plot point in the movie like I don't think we see Homelander out of his super suit do we I don't think so I think he's in the costume the whole time that, that would be, is that, a good point that would be terrifying actually to see him like in like a plaid shirt and jeans just working out hey yeah you know <laughs> my name's Bill my name's Bill <laughs> that 
of all Build the, the destroyer. <laughs> you know, oh God. You know, man, I think the only time, and it's probably happened within this episode or the next, so we might as well bring it up. I think the only time we see the character of Homelander not in his suit when he's fucking Stormfront is when Doppelganger oh, yeah. takes his shape wearing the, mm. uh, the nighty. Because yeah. you find out that he's seeing Doppelganger, the, the shapeshifter, playing up the fucking chick that he lasered at the end of season one. Yeah. Which was a mindfuck for like the first scene or two because you don't find out it's Doppelganger until he's like, it's hard to keep this shape. And he's like, I don't care. Go back. <laughs> but then he becomes, you know, that version of Homelander. And then Homelander looks at him and goes like, I hate everything about you. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, that, that, that was one of those... Dear God. The moment's from Cap 2. That was, yeah. What the about, fuck is about this? About like that moment. I'll put that on par with the moment where he's, uh, you know, laz- lasering everybody in his head. Yeah. Like that kind of revelation on his character yeah. going like, Oh, yeah. I when you watch it for the first you. time, you see that like, holy shit. Uh, he is fucked. I, I, I cheered. I was like, yes. <laughs> do it. Because <laughs> they, they don't understand. Like, I, I, there are limits to power, mm-hmm. but power is limitless. Okay. Yeah. So mm-hmm. when, you, you, when you're going to talk down to someone like that as a mob, be prepared. <laughs> Be prepared that this godlike man is going to laser you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, we know what he can do. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like us going up to a president and throwing a rock at him. Knowing that f- 10 to 15, 45 rounds are going right to your fucking chest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you at least five know secret what's going service to men are about to tackle your yeah. ass. Yeah, and you're going to end up in Guantanamo fucking Bay. Yeah. <laughs> and meanwhile, uh, Deep, the deep is you know getting tired of all getting the real Scientology. Deep in that fresca. Yeah, yeah real... he's getting arranged marriages and all that shit. I thought that was a funny oh, yeah, scene. Awesome. Well, dang, my right ear just went out. I don't know if that's uh, tinnitus or just my womp 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 Okay, yeah, that was probably tinnitus. Oh, okay, <laughs> damn cat. On that's what happens when you play rock and roll, kids. Protect <laughs> like your ears. I, like for a second, I thought it was the connection because even my headphone is like a little bit wonky at times. Because it's, oh, okay. it's my it's my fault. I've stepped on the cord a handful of times because it's a long fucking cord. Mm. So it's like for a second, I thought it was that. Then you're like, no, it's tinnitus. I was like, god damn cat. No, it came back. <laughs> well, that's good at least. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, kids, getting older on the air. How about that? Oh, God. <laughs> Hell, man, in a month and a half, you'll be seeing me in glasses, man. No shit. Yeah. Really? Damn. I'm already right. wearing it's contacts. It's affect my shooting guns and shit. I don't know. I was going to say, uh, you're going to go full Hank Hill on us now. Yeah. <laughs> tattoos and a not-so-sunny disposition about grass. But, <laughs> but yeah, Mabe is just kind of like... Uh, yeah, sorry. But yeah, Mavis is like uh, trying to, you know, kind of recruit deep into her uh, insurrection or whatever her plan is against Homelander. Going, like, mm-hmm. I can get you out of this bullshit. Yeah. We can no, get I, you back on a team. I like the yeah. That reminded me though. I, I like the arranged marriage scene when they're like casting his wife essentially, and there was like this one girl that was like totally into him. It was just like, in so many words, you know, I will fuck you every which way sideways. I, I love you, and he's just like, when she leaves, he's like, I like her. Yeah, and they're like, no, he's like. We need- but, but but wait 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 wait! Don't I get to be? She, she's great. <laughs> These are the same conversations uh, agents are having with Brett Michaels before they tape their reality shows. <laughs> <laughs> like I like her. No, no, we need somebody wholesome yeah. to sell a TV show. We need someone kind of like Starlight, but you fucked that up. <laughs> <laughs> Bad. <laughs> And uh, yeah, this is also when uh, Annie discovers Stormfront has been in contact with Edgar regarding the Sage Grove Psychiatric Hospital, which that we find out that place is basically the breeding ground 
for the supervillains and like yeah, the testing facility yeah, to see what happens if you give adults uh, yeah v to adults and it doesn't mm. work out well because some Ooh. of them turn into fucking psychos yeah <laughs> and, and the, i love that ga- uh what's his name uh lamp lamp lighter. is chilling the hotel yeah. all the time yeah uh, that's where Ice you Man. find out he is where, Man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah that's where you find out he, uh, where he's, he's been hanging out and he had an interesting story arc heading into the last couple oh, episodes too because the whole thing the whole uh the whole reasons lamplighter is out of the picture is because he was sent to do a job and the job went south very quickly. Yeah. He kills old girls' kids. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, fuck, man. He must be a real piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Which, it, actually, let's go ahead and... Uh, so, we, we let's talk about that real quick, because that's the next episode, yep. episode six. So, by that point, they bust in. They find out it's Lamplighter, and Lamplighter is talking shit to Frenchie. Yeah, he's like, you, why didn't you stop me, you piece of shit? Mm-hmm. And, like, like even, even him stops what he's doing. He's like, whoa, bro. Yeah. What the fuck you mean? Mm-hmm. He's like, there's some shit you haven't been telling us? Yeah, no, his buddy, his best friend was ODing, so he had to stop that shit. And, and I think Frenchie actually had one of the... Actually, one of the second best line in this season, uh, when he was like, uh, when the, when Eminem was just like, you know, damn, dude, you know, why didn't you tell us that all this time ago? We, w- we would have, like, dropped it. And he was just like, what makes you think I wanted you to drop it? Yeah. It was like, it showed, like, how much he genuinely cared about both situations. And he's just like, I had to make a choice, but I don't deserve to be let off the hook. Kind and of then thing. he mixes uh, DMT and LSD and a bunch of other shit yeah. together to make a bomb. I know. I thought that was fucking great. And that's... It, it, that is one hell of a drug cocktail, <laughs> and, uh, and we kind of we forgot to mention it, but um, my actually my second favorite uh, kind of line and scene in there, and it made me choke up first time I saw it, mainly because I think they just have such a good chemistry together, was when um, Starlight and uh, Huey were talking in the middle of that field. Oh, the and, van and, flips? No, oh, no, not yet. Uh, when they were talking in the field, and he was like, you know, you know, you saved me. And she was like, when? He's like, when we went bowling. She's like, I didn't do anything. We, we just talked. He goes, yeah, I know. And it's like, it was leading up to like that really good moment of like, you know, maybe them hugging or, you know, yeah. reconnecting. Because it's like, he hit on like such a heartfelt moment, you know, and she was even feeling it. And he was like, you know, so, you know, what about it? She goes, well, I don't owe you anything. Yeah. And just turns around and walks away. It's just like, damn. Fuck. Yeah. It's like that, that hit me a little lost. It's like, God damn. Damn, that that's a fucking that's a line right there. Because yeah. it, so, it was so tender in the first season. Yeah. It was, and it was even tender leading up to that. You're just like, oh, it's starting up again. It's coming back, and then she was just basically like, no, no, you you don't deserve it, and just walks away. Oh, yeah, remember, like, like I think was it Butcher standing there with him? No, Butcher wasn't around. No, who was it was with him? No one. It was just the two of them, and that's what made it even more because it was like yeah, it was the right two of them that, connecting. That guy, the guy falls from the sky. Uh huh. Yeah, because because he gets, he gets that's when Huey was yeah. trying to tell her about like the secrets of Compound V. Yeah, like she knew about Compound V, but he was like trying to tell her even more about it, and she was just like, "Okay, but so what? What am I supposed to do?" He's like, "Help." She's yeah. like, "Why?" He goes, "What? Well, isn't it your job?" Yeah. She's like, "Well, I don't owe you anything," and just walks away. It's just like, "Fuck." Yeah. <laughs> also like. Uh, uh, so they Stormfront shows up, yeah, mm-hmm. and she goes ape. Uh-huh. <laughs> we find out a lot of backstory on Stormfront in this episode too. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is when uh, the remaining boys try to find out what was her original name. Oh Lord, I oh, forget. Uh, Ingrid. Uh... No, her original superhero name because they show up at uh, that old lady's house and she's like, "Why do you even mention that name? I promise to stay quiet." 
because she was the uh, we find out she was the first uh, successful compound v yeah uh, subject. her husband her husband uh, helped create it exactly mm, and her husband was like part of the nazi yeah, regime yeah, she like, was, he was like best friends with like himmler uh himmler and uh um, joseph mangle and all, yeah. <laughs> yeah. all those experiments and, all that like, shit. and she like tells him she's like you know you are like the homelander you are the perfect well, we, what we strive for, motherfucker, you're mm-hmm. the top tier. You know? Yeah, and that was weird when she, when she started like laying all that shit on him. It's like there were so many comparisons and allegories to like like blonde hair, blue eyed, tall, muscular, uh-huh. in shape, all powerful, mm-hmm. all knowing. Mm-hmm. And here's what I love. This is was this is what the redeeming quality of fucking Homelander is. He's like, I may be an asshole. Yeah. I may be a monster. I may be, I may a, be a god and sexual assault uh, assaulter. <laughs> yeah. uh, I may be a rapist. I may be all this. But I ain't a fucking Nazi. I, know, I, I just love that plot. So he's like, I'm a lot of goddamn things, but I ain't a fucking Nazi, bitch. <laughs> I, I will, I will kill anybody just because they made me mad. And that, you, know, you can say, you can say that right there is like a great, uh, like an American quality. Yeah, an American quality. <laughs> I'm a lot at least. of fucking things, bitch, but I'm an American first. <laughs> you know, I ain't a fucking Nazi. <laughs> yeah, especially because it's like, I could be all these terrible things, but I'll be goddamn if I'm a Nazi. Because that is the weird thing about Homelander, because you even see it. Again, he is all those things except racist. Yeah, he doesn't care. That is the weird fucking thing. Because he... he it feels because, again, with someone well, that the idea is of equality that horrible, is horrible, it feels like that would just tie in. That, That'd be just the icing on the cake. The idea for equality is different for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He believes everyone is equal and he's above. Uh-huh. But he still sees everyone equal. But technically but, but still technically below him. But still below him. <laughs> right. He's like a billionaire. Yeah. He's honestly, at this point, he's just like, I don't give a fuck. I'm still better than you anyway. <laughs> Basically. Then we find out uh, A-Train gets lured into the, the church of the collective. <laughs> yeah. Because he's trying to find he's redemption. He's all sad and shit. Yeah, because he's kind of where the deep is. And he's just kind of going like, oh my, am I am on the same level with this fucking guy now? Oh, mm-hmm. no. Mm-hmm. I'm a You're. B-lister. I got to do stupid reality TV shows, too. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you got to join a cult. Yep, <laughs> but uh, Stormfront she shows up at the lab. And yeah, starts just destroyed motherfucker. Lamp lighter. Yeah, <laughs> and she just fucking loses her shit. Mm-hmm. Starts and, killing uh, everyone. She's like, I had to kill twenty of these fucking people that got out in the fucking yard. What is going yeah, on? Yeah, you let the dogs loose, motherfucker. You yeah, but uh, this episode also is a is a good a uh, good uh, show of what happens. With Butcher and the people he's with, mm-hmm. because after the van flips over, yes, and Huey gets injured. Mm-hmm. Well, now they got to drag him away because Stormfront's coming. Yeah, we got to get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. So they stop a car. Well, they have to kill the guy who owns the car. Yeah, remember that? Yes, and she kills him. She does. Mm-hmm. She facilitates that murder perfectly. Yep. And then Butcher kind of gives her this look like... She's like, do not. He's like, oh, you're just like one of us, bitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you're a, you're a fucking cold-blooded killer just like Homelander. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's that smug sense, which I didn't like about Butcher. Yeah. But he was right. <laughs> he was. And that, and that was... And she has I, that fucking look on her face like, I swear to God, I'm going to drain the energy out of this car and snap your spine. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. And, uh... Yeah, so I, I thought this was a good one, especially for uh, moving the plot along and kind of giving everyone a little bit of an emotional breath because yeah. it showed the backstory of Mallory, you know, and what happened with her, Frenchie, yeah, well, she, was black, she was blackmailing fucking soups, mm-hmm. which was stupid of her. Yeah, she was blackmailing Lamplighter. That's what all that yeah, happened. That's, that, that's a fucking terrible idea. Mm-hmm. I think- at, at any point, he could have lit that whole place on fire right there. <laughs> all these episodes are just stacked with, you know, you know, 
really good storytelling. Like you have all these characters, but every every one story is paced really well on these hour long episodes too. I'll go back to too. the same aside. How how grossed out were you when you realized that tentacle dude? It was his dick the whole time. <laughs> oh yeah, that was fucking weird. <laughs> uh, it's just one Ugh. of those. That wasn't even the weirdest thing about this show, though. That's one uh, of those where it's kind of like, of course. <laughs> and uh, this is when we get probably the first cliffhanger because we never get to revisit this again. Really, uh, unpaid, unstable patient Sydney escapes Sage Grove. Yeah, she'll be the she'll be probably like that terrorist guy from next season mm-hmm, because. Um, we basically might as well talk about it now. We find out that uh, she has the ability of basically just exploding people. Yep. Yeah, much like the other person. Uh huh. And that's why it confused me. And that's what that's what happens at the very end of the episode, right? Where they all in the in the courtroom. Yeah. That, well, that that's the end of the season. Oh, okay. Yeah, but no. So and and that's why that scene confused me a little bit is because that girl had the power. The uh, Sydney, uh, the one that escaped the Ascendant Realm, basically had the power of just being able to look at you and just fucking explode your fucking Kinda head. Kind of like. Uh, yeah. Carrie White. Yeah. So when you see her doing like the hitchhiking thing and then like the car drives by and then just like slowly stops, you're just like, oh, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and then you see her drive off. So again, so I thought that was an interesting thing. We never really see her character again, but that we do find out two people have that power and it was a very good misdirect in the moment. Yeah, because she, hers, but the other one, her is very specific. Yes. Not full body. Hers is the head popper. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, yeah, you're right. Cindy did full body. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. She, so, she basically obliterated motherfuckers. Yeah. Turned them into mist. So I would love A-trained to... trained them. I've got a yeah. curi- I'm kind of <laughs> I'm kind of curious what would happen if Homelander was going against them. Mm. See if they's vulnerable to that kind of thing. So you, we don't really. Find that out, is, we don't, we don't really know if Homelander think, has mental powers. Well, I guess we kind of does. Well, he, but. he's basically Superman. Where ba- you, you could shoot the motherfucker and he doesn't feel it. Yeah, but, but I'm, I'm saying, curious like, about using an that inside power. thing. Yeah, I'm kind of curious. Like if she even tries that, will he just like, like get like a headache? Yeah, or his nose will start to bleed and he'll just look at her like you fucking bitch. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It just like smash her. <laughs> yeah, I, that would be cur- actually that would be kind of funny. Where if just like he kind of like burped. And yeah. then, like, spat a little blood and was just like, the fuck did you do? Yeah. No, this is a long, drawn-out thing where he's just, like, retching blood and vomit afterwards. Mm. <laughs> That's just what Cap wants to see, because he wants to see this motherfucker That's get why we're up. invested in this show. We want, to, we want to see this dude get his comeuppance. <laughs> nah, nah, I, I would look like a... Like, I would hope in season three she teams up the she they both team up with Butcher uh-huh. and they have to stop Homelander and they try that shit and he just rips old girl in half. Yeah. Just in front of God and everybody. He just looks at Head Popper. He's like, don't you even fucking do it. Yeah. <laughs> and in episode seven, we've got Congresswoman Victoria Newman scheduling a hearing against a new hearing uh, against Vought uh, with Lamplighter as the chief witness. And uh, after Vought uncovers Annie's betrayal, Huey uh, convinces Lamplighter to join him in the rescue attempt, which results in the latter immortalizing himself. Mm. And that I thought was I did not see that coming. So when Huey and Lamplighter get into uh, the Seven's headquarters, um, you know, basically the Justice League Tower. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Disney. <laughs> uh, no, that's not Disney. That's the Warner Brothers. They can hear you. <laughs> I didn't say Avengers Tower. True. I said the Justice League. <laughs> I was picturing Elizabeth Shue as Kathleen Kennedy. <laughs> She's not a bitch. Elizabeth Shue is a fucking icon. She was a karate kid. <laughs> but yeah, so he, he, he convinces them to come in, and then he looks at the statue, and he's like, they already took me down. And I'm like, yeah, no shit. 
<laughs> oh yeah, and I also thought it was you funny. killed two kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I also thought it was funny that when they've got basically Lamplighter in the witness protection program or the boys' what version of witness protection program, uh, they they leave Huey there and they're like, just sit here and watch porn with them. And like all the fucking uh, like superhero porn titles were hilarious. <laughs> I forgot about this. Do you remember any of them? Oh god, one. I, all I remember is he asked if he wanted to see one of them that had a parody of uh, Starlight, and he was like, "No, no, I'm good." <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was the Deep and Starlight. That's why it was fucked up. And he was like, "No, uh, no, I'm good." <laughs> poor taste, bro. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah. And then the two of them run in there. He's like, "Oh." They got rid of me, and then he like walks in the middle of the fucking room and sets himself on fucking fire. And it's just like, really? <laughs> You're gonna do that? <laughs> he was a sad sack, man. Yeah, he was. <laughs> but Maeve kind of helps uh, Starlight escape uh, yeah. afterwards, right? Yeah. Then it becomes like, uh, <laughs> like skip a few things. But when they get to uh, when they get the boy, yeah. Uh, so basically, you've stolen. The oh, only- yeah, because this entire time, they hadn't really mentioned it in the uh, descriptions. Yeah, but this entire time, the mom, butcher, and the child have all been plotting to get out of the, you know, fenced-in community, the, their version of the hex. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> but I was just, like, the whole the whole time, I'm just thinking, what is your contingency plan Yeah, to, like, dip the fuck out? Like That you was ha- my thought, too. Like, he's going to hear you from fucking 100 miles away. And when he gets there, it's not going to be great. It's not going to be like last time where no, he let you fucking no, live. No, it's not going to be great. You know, he not gave at you, all. You know, that, that's God's grace letting you fucking live to begin yeah. with. It's like, God damn, dude. That's what they say in the last episode where it's like, he will not let this go. Yeah. But, uh, nah, Stormfront shows the fuck up. Mm-hmm. And I just love this fight. Yeah. Fu- oh, before, though. Because, with, because before, Jesus- before Before uh, Maeve and Starlight and Kamiko go at it, Black Dwarf gets it. Yeah. She's like, he's allergic to peanuts. Yeah. He's allergic to tree nuts. And like, she smacks him in the mouth with that fucking thing of peanuts. I'm yeah. just like, that was it? I love that it. was the big fuck. That's his kryptonite? I love that. Tree nuts. Who would have thought? Burning, shooting, full fucking regalia of like Rasputin's type killings. Yes. And you're just like, tree nuts did him in huh also, damn what a bitch what a bitch <laughs> and I also thought it was uh, kind of like when you find out James Gandolfini died because of eating spaghetti yeah. exactly <laughs> that's <laughs> what did him that was his kryptonite and I he ain't being seedy for years yeah. I thought a real tense moment uh, throughout these episodes that uh, we just didn't touch on My, it's, I was kind of getting to the wrap up this second to the last episode so I know we uh, they covered more of this but when Homelander kept showing up and then he started bringing Stormfront to yeah. the house this is your new mommy yeah and then they kind of like started replacing the mom kind of and it's just yeah. like ooh this is getting tense and uncomfortable no and ooh no. and then and then the kid be and then he, homelander talking to the biological mom and being like hey he might he ought to see the city he we, you know there there's you know there there is that you know disneyland ripoff with my face all over it mm. i'm sure he'd love to see that you know what i think new mom will probably enjoy this too yeah and she's like um no and he goes yeah, about that. And then just fucking flies off with the kid. And then sure enough, like the next time we see him, he's fucking yelling at his mom, you lied to me. You've kept me hidden. And like all of a sudden turning the tables on mom. And it's just like, oh my God, this motherfucker's insane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he gaslighted his boy. Yeah. Yep. Of course he did. Cause he's going to do everything to get 
under whoever made him mad. He's going to try everything to get under their skin. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And uh, meanwhile, Homelander and Stormfront are still, uh, yeah, This by that point, that's what led up to this episode is the two of them manipulating Ryan, which was the kid, uh, to uh, leaving Becca, which was the mom. And A-Train is growing more suspicious of the Church of the Collective, and uh, Maeve and Lana break up their own former Fallen Out to save um, the airliner. Yeah. Yeah, is it this episode where uh, Ryan is, you know, gets to experience being a celebrity child or whatever? And, yeah. And then does he just kind of like, you know... He starts comfortable. Yeah, he starts and, freaking out. You think you're, you're it's setting it up. You think he's going to have a super moment and yeah. kind of like fuck up the area, but instead he's just kind of having like sensory overload yeah, from just like, everyone kind of descending on Homelander. It's like me uh, watching this show. We both had that moment where we're just like, I don't like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was having a big, I don't like this moment. <laughs> but again, props to very few props, but props to Homelander and kind of showing that weird morality layer. As soon as he caught wind of it, nothing else mattered. He was like, okay, I'm getting you out of here. And oh, just a- immediately beeline to the door and was just telling everyone, please back up, please back, back the fuck up. You know, and then flies away. So that was just one of those weird moments of just like him being nothing, a dad. Yeah, nothing else mattered. His boy's not feeling it. It's time to go. That's that kind my of boy. Thing. That's my boy. <laughs> <laughs> and he does have a few of those. That's my boy moments, and it's <laughs> and it's very odd. But it always gets undercut with the weird creepies. Is like, I love you, son. And then he just kind of smiles at him. He's like. Say it back. Yeah. And it's just like, ooh, that's... You can't have the tender moment for long. Yeah, no, it just, it always made my skin crawl every time he was just like, say it back. Like, <laughs> no, you don't force a kid to do that. That's fucking weird. I'm just picking up <laughs> Homelander, like, trying to mow a lawn. And we'll be like, Hank Hill for a minute. And he'll be like, man, fuck this. <laughs> and, like, and it's like, wow. Like, the whole Hank Hill thing. Why would anyone do drugs when they could just mow a lawn? And it's like, that's why, Hank. Because they're tired of mowing fucking lawns. <laughs> his was, why would anyone mow a lawn when you have heat vision? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to do all of this. It just fucking pulls a, a Wanda, uh, Black Widow, I mean a Black Widow, uh, Scarlet Witch thing. and just kind of just, and all the grass is just like. <laughs> Nobody has that kind of power in this uh, series. Not, not, yet. I, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. It's Next a- season, they're thinking about, I think, uh, they got Jensen Ackles. Is gonna be in it. He'll be a uh, Boy Scout or whatever the fuck his name is. Is he kind of like a creator type or he's whatever? He's kind of like uh, no, nah, he, he's kind of like Homelander, but he's like a Robin esque. Mm. He's kind of like Captain America and Robin and gotcha. all together, like like Robin Hood or uh, Robin. Got, or like yeah. Batman Robin. Yeah. Gotcha. And uh, this is another one of my favorite scenes happens in this episode uh, because it's the hearing. And even though Lamplighter offed himself, uh, Butcher was able to strong on Vogelbaum, <coughs> Vogelbaum uh, which he was a fucking intense character. You didn't get a lot of him, but his lines. Yeah, that's the only one Homelander won't talk down to. Yeah. Because he sees him basically as dad. Yeah. That's fucking... His uh, creator. Wasn't What was the actor that played uh, him? Wasn't that... Uh, wasn't he also in Breaking Bad? I'm not thinking of somebody else. But yeah, but yeah, but yeah so he, he comes rolling into the hearing, and, and I'm like intense. Like, cause I actually like courtroom stuff, like actual, like real life courtroom things. Like, I can sit there and listen to hearings and things. Yeah. So I'm just like, oh, fuck. You were the guy that watched the Casey, Casey Anthony trial and all oh, that I shit. I would have, yeah. So it's like, you know. <laughs> okay, I, okay. <laughs> quick second. <laughs> I got to say this. Uh oh. I was at work when that fucking verdict came out in the middle of the afternoon. Yeah. I remember. My buddy. 
My best fucking friend calls me and says, Hey, man, we won. What, what the, the fuck? fuck did you just say to what me, bro? We won. What's this we shit? He pulled it for her the whole fucking time. I'm just like, You're a goddamn monster, dude. Wow. He's like, But she's so fucking hot. I'm I knew like, it. I knew what it. the fuck? Oh, God. I, I, I know people like I know that, he, too. I think, I think he was. I know he. No, it's the guy. I think he was being funny. But it's just like you're still not sure. It's not, it's not right black and white. It's I knew not a couple. Black and white, man. I knew a couple of those guys too. But uh, John Doman is the actor's name, and he played the uh, police commissioner in The Wire. Yeah. Okay. Let me see his face. He but, looks just like Hank from Breaking Bad. But yeah, so he comes <laughs> strolling on in right as he's about to testify. Boom. Yep. Head gone, and all of a sudden it turns into fucking whack a mole, but oh, with pay- different fucking it's heads. Pay- pandemonium, <laughs> dude. I, I'm like sitting here going like. Okay, whose dream sequence is this? Yeah. Okay, whose dream sequence is this? And then about a minute into just heads fucking exploding like water balloons, I'm going, this isn't a dream sequence. No, this, this is, is real life. Who the fuck is... What? <laughs> and then it just doesn't stop. Yeah, no. And, and that's kind of how they just end that episode. And I'm just like... And, and again... This is probably like, you know, this is like maybe mid-afternoon the next day kind of shit because again, I watched it in the weekend. And it's like, I get to that because it was like maybe 11 o'clock at night. I'm fucking tired. I've been watching this show all god day. (laughs) Yeah. And they end on this and I'm just like, I'm going to save at least one episode for tomorrow. That way I've at least got one something to watch tomorrow. That's how they end it. And I'm like, you can't end it there. (laughs) I'm watching the last episode now. So then that rolls in. Episode 8, What I Know. Learning from Becca about Ryan's capture, Butcher makes a deal with Edgar to help Vought reclaim him at Homelander's cabin. And yeah, so that that's basically when this shit was starts the show going down. This was the showdown at the OK Corral. Yeah. Basically, <laughs> this, this was the last stand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, essentially this episode was just one huge fucking fight scene. It was awesome. Yeah, Acts 1 and 2 were a fight scene, and then Act 3 was, what do we do now? Oh, we're going to fight this bitch to the fucking dirt, man. <laughs> basically. <laughs> I, I love it. it. was And it was a really cool like fight scene. Yeah. Like, you know, me and women, blah, blah, blah. Well, that... All that aside, that was a very well done fight scene. Oh, absolutely! Because when she like backhands Kamiko, mm-hmm. I was like, "Fuck!" And then Maeve just you know gives her, like fucking haymaker. Yeah, because she's almost up there. She's up there with Stormfront with yeah. the strength and everything. Mm-hmm. But, but I was just like, "God!" But that's damn, not what that's not what that's what that's not what ends uh, Stormfront though. No, <laughs> but but I I liked that fight. Uh, that that ending fight with Maeve, Stormfront, Starlight, and Kamiko. Yeah, I love that fight because this came out in well last year, October 2020. It came out then, so a good maybe year or two after like Endgame. Okay, and in an, and in Endgame, we had that scene where um, oh, all the women uh, teamed down. It was like you know Thanos says something like you know who are you to take me alone and then you hear like you know fucking Captain Marvel she's not alone and like all yeah, the yeah. girls show like up like all the other fucking side characters just show up at once yeah and then they all you know get their little girl power moment they basically which, play hot potato with Spider-Man yeah <laughs> and, so it's like yeah, but but you know all the girls show up you know for one scene and they all kick ass on Thanos for a minute and then it breaks away and it's like even my girl at the time was just like that was my least favorite scene in the movie she's like I would have rather seen them all just have their own moments not have like this Powerpuff Girls team up thing and I was just like okay whatever I thought it was I'd cool I'd rather see the Powerpuff Girls team up with Samurai Jack yeah but then I That'd saw this and I then it made sense to me 
Well, it, because it's more to natural. Me, it's that, more natural for this one because mm-hmm. they're all mainstays. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's only one mainstay in that whole fight scene in Endgame, and it's Captain Marvel, and she only had one movie. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. And that's and she's not in anything else. Yeah, and Black Widow really didn't even get no. to do much because she doesn't have power. She's no, just she's an assassin. Dead. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. She <laughs> oh, well, okay. Then I'm thinking of uh, it was the one where Black Widow was in it too. Then it must have been uh, Infinity War. Yeah. They they had an Infinity War moment. But yeah. So, I, but then seeing that scene, it made sense. I was like, oh, that's how you do a fucking girl power moment. That's with without it being so. It was in your face, but it was shown by Huey about to go in. Examining it and then just kind of taking yeah, that step back. Yeah, they're all super powered assholes. I can't wait to. <laughs> yeah, so it, it, like, it was just kind of funny how they just kind of like looked at it, being like, "Well, all right, the girls fucking kick some ass." <laughs> I'm just gonna hang back and let y'all uh, let y'all do y'all's thing. <laughs> I will say that one of the biggest heart wrenching moments in that um, uh, episode, though, was when Butcher and Becca were trying to drive off. Oh yeah, and that fucking car flips, and you're like. Those are regular humans in that car. Yeah, <laughs> that's another. That's another Homelander. Like ah, fuck. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like that, and that wound up being the end of Becca. And yeah. it was just like fuck. And it's like, and that got me too because it's like Butcher tried so hard that entire time. That's all he wanted back was Becca. And then bam, it's like motherfuck. <laughs> yeah. So it's like that. That didn't end well with me. I'm like sitting here going, I was like, I don't like this. I don't like that she's gone. <laughs> Stormfront was kind of responsible for that too, right? Yes, because she flipped the fucking car. Yeah, and then uh, and then the the kid fucking cripples her. Yeah, so they all make their way out to the uh, the woods, and yeah, so it's just like that. That was cool at first. I was a little annoyed because I wish they had shown a little bit more, but I guess they just wanted to really hype up the power of just that big white light. You know, and it's like, and it didn't cause that interesting dynamic because it's like, that's how Becca died. But at the same time, that's also how Stormfront gets her comeuppance, mm-hmm. even though she doesn't fully die. I heard that. She's yeah. not dead. Yeah. She, she just got incapacitated. So we're going to get a uh, Mecca fucking uh, Stormfront next <laughs> well, no, season. I think, I, think, I think she'll heal. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that was the rumors because uh, they uh, maybe about a month or so ago, they released like a promo of like all the uh it was kind of like a weird office scenario where the actors were playing their boys characters but they were talking about it in third person like they know you're watching a show that's right yeah yeah so it was just like so you know huey is talking um you know about you know oh yeah well me and the guys had to run and go do this you know and then do this that and the other and then you know Frenchie would pop him oh it was a fucking mess man you know and <laughs> shit like that so it was like they're playing their characters giving you a recap and Stormfront was in it kind of giving the idea of look I'm gonna be back that kind of thing that's true because at the very end Butcher uh, like crashes the stream or whatever and he's like they're all just a bunch of fucking cunts. <laughs> and then, like, the promo ends. But then, uh, Huey winds up, uh, well, we're getting, I might be getting Yeah, a we're kind of basically myself. to the wrap-up on this episode, because they just had real big fight scene, then the kid, like, um, flashlights, fucking, um, Stormfront and Becca. And everybody kind of gets their, uh, well, not their comeuppance, but uh, everybody gets, uh, Stormfront's, uh, Nazi footage is leaked, and Homelander's, uh, plane footage Mm-hmm. Or is uh, used against him. It's not leaked, but Maeve's like, "I got this fucking, I got something on you." And I thought that was a great moment because you, just Homelander covered in blood, just like seeing 
um, storm front on the ground, knowing his kid just did that. And his kid just walked to butcher. Yeah. He says, fuck then, you, dad. Yeah. I'm going- and then Maeve is holding up the phone with the footage. And it's, and he's just like, he's assessing everything. And then that's basically just no other way to describe it. A Joker laugh. And like, he's, just that mind break, just like... And he's deciding whether or not to fucking, like, wipe out everybody, probably, too. Yeah, because, like, again, I could just end this right here and now. Yeah, he, he's sitting you're going, he's like, I can laser every one of you motherfuckers right here, right now, take my kid against his will, and go on about my fucking day. But he's just like, maybe I should just fly up to the moon and uh, rub one out and then uh, think yeah. it over. <laughs> <laughs> like any man does. When you get annoyed, you just go away for a minute, rub one out, and think it over, and reassess. This is what I do before big decisions. <laughs> <laughs> I need to talk to the boys. <laughs> let me get let me get a conference together. <laughs> oh, it's like uh, you ever see Letter Kitty when he starts talking shit to that dude? He's like, "You need to mix a batch there, bud." <laughs> That's a good, play, that's a good one. Play, play like a five on one. I've yeah. still only seen those first two episodes. That's I've all seen, you need because it's so fucking good. I, I've seen those first two episodes like a dozen times, but I haven't finished it from there. <laughs> oh my god, it's so funny. <laughs> Yeah, so that's that's, a, but that's essentially what happens at the end of that one. Other yeah, than uh, then, Huey uh, getting a job from uh, with the CIA, or uh, no, no, wait, Ryan gets taken by well, the CIA. There, a few, there's a few little wrap up things. So yeah, Ryan gets taken by the CIA, set up by uh, Butcher because he's just like, look, you guys are going to be able to handle this better than I can. Uh, yeah, take care of this shit. Um, and then Huey gets a job with uh, Newman's character, which was the lawyer uh, chick. She's now trying to get into politics. In which you find out that she was pulling the strings of the hearings getting canceled and redone. Then Mm -hmm. she talks with the guy from the church, tries to get a tax break with him. And then as soon as they feel like they reach some sort of a deal or agreement, she hangs up the phone with him. He hangs up the phone. His head fucking explodes and it cuts to the outside of his place. And it's the fucking Newman character. And I'm like... Oh yeah, she's a kingmaker. She's she 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 manipulates certain aspects mm-hmm. to create a hierarchy. Yep, and They'll, you find out that she was the one causing all the heads to bust in the courtroom. Yeah. She did not want uh, wheels to fucking talk. Yeah, um, because like another part of that is, and the whole Homelander thing. I don't think she can drop Homelander. No, she probably couldn't. But what that's what I'm saying, like, I think she's creating a hierarchy for him to just bow out because that's that's the only way Homelander's going to go mm-hmm. is to bow out. Yeah, not stick around. But how do you get somebody like that to bow out? Shame. Well, what do you do with somebody who has no shame? <laughs> well, no, you 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 create the shame. You you, you don't like he's not going to give a fuck. Well, because we but, like his, his 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 whole his whole idea because he's a narcissist asshole is his image. That's true. And if you destroy that. You know, public patriot percept- image. You know, with a flag as a cape. You know, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he'll he'll back down. You attack his ego. Yeah, and like, and two things could happen. He'll just bow out. And that'll be it. Or, or he goes nuts. That's probably what's going to happen. Yeah, you hope he goes nuts because the show really needs to right. rest. If you're going <laughs> to write a, you know, if you're going to continue the series, you you write a whole season around that shit. Yeah. And then uh, fucking uh, A Train rejoins the Seven, but uh, the deep still in Scientology. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I thought that was so funny. Uh, a Train didn't believe in that shit much at all. Was just playing the role, and then they're just like, "Yeah, 
yeah, you can get back in, but the deep, you you still need some help. And he's like, what? What? <laughs> Excuse me. And <laughs> we didn't touch on this because I forget what episode it was where he's riding the fucking whale. And, uh, trying to attend. Ain't it episode one of season two? Yeah, it was early on. Yeah, he's like riding the whale and he's shit. He's all happy and shit. He's like, I'm participating. I'm or he's like ass. part of a mission and shit like uh, that. But then, like, but this, but then Butch is just like yacht. ramming speed. <laughs> Boom! And it's just like, Rips oh, a fucking God. endangered whale in half. Yeah, right. that's when, yeah, that's when <laughs> Huey has a little bit of his uh, fucking like breakdown because he's just sitting in that whale just like... It's like, this is happening. It's like, this just happened. And it's also one of those things you feel that with him in the show going like... And where I'm having that moment again where it's like, this fucking TV show, now this guy's just trapped in a whale after all this other shit. <laughs> you gotta think about where his life has gone. Like, three months ago, he was working at a fucking electronics place. Yeah. And Fast forward a year or so months, later. Not even that. Like, if you think about the time span, you know, it's not They did do a, a time, time jump between season one and two. Yeah. But, like, let's, let's give me conservative and say it's a year. Yeah. What the fuck? You're know, working at an electronics Still, store? Yeah. I'm inside a whale. <laughs> Jesus. There's guts and fucking, like... Viscera. <laughs> it's a sperm whale, so there's plenty of that. Yeah. There's dead, dead fucking krill everywhere. Dead krill everywhere. <laughs> and the, I love the fact that, like... The deep is like really sad that the whale gets cut in half. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, because the fish he talks to them. He's like, Well, Al back there, you got to hear some of these stories. Shut the fuck, fuck up. Like, we don't want to give a fuck man. Uh, lame ass Aquaman. <laughs> like, he has a real affinity with his fish buddies. Yeah. He's like, Fuck all these humans. It's like, Fuck, uh, you know, human women and fuck you know, human people and shit like that. These are my boys. Yeah. <laughs> Until he works, he's got a dolphin. Yeah. <laughs> Just fly out the fucking windshield to an 80. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, can we think of any other little plot points that um, we need uh, that we didn't run over? Do we know uh, when <laughs> season Nazi. <laughs> yeah. Do we know when uh, season three is supposed to start? Uh, of course, because of COVID and shit that knocked the uh, production schedule back. I would, I would guess maybe the end of the year, maybe the start of next year. Yeah, because yeah, they ran these episodes uh, the during the fall of 2020 yeah, yeah and that was with a regular shooting schedule and everything at least shut down for about a good six seven months in hollywood man they get most tom cruise on that motherfucker who can't i shake. know it nobody will motivate a set better than that guy yeah i know really <laughs> yeah so called tom cruise not tom canoe <laughs> not, not thomas map other the fourth tom fucking cruise <laughs> so yeah i i, I I'm willing to bet we'll probably get it maybe early next year, mid next year. I think they'll probably start shooting this. I would assume in the next few months. Yeah, talking about it's kind of got me curious to revisit it again. It's a good show, man. I was thoroughly impressed with it. Now that I know, now that I'm prepared for everything, <laughs> now you know how fucked up it's going to be. I wonder if it's going to be an easier watch again. Mikey still hasn't seen it, so that, that at least gives us a chance to maybe rewatch it some, get him to watch it. There you go. Well, hell yeah. So if we can't really think of much more we want to talk on this show, aside from the fact that it's fucking great, we can't wait for season three. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess I'm on stoked. this episode of The Couch Potatoes, I've been Alex. This has been Cap. And Chris, do you have any final thoughts for us? I'm a lot of things in this world, fellas. <laughs> I'm a lot of things. A lot of things. I'll be goddamn if I'm a fucking Nazi. <laughs> <laughs>